Last time on Calamity. A structure somewhere in the woods that seems ancient. I think there's a relic in there that could help us. Guess what? There's a skeleton. He's getting up. Sprout, it's your time to shine, kid. What am I doing? You're going to go on this here, uh, here hole. Okay. And on the pedestal is a torch. It's not like the torches that are surrounding this room. This one is a little more, a lot more ornate. And uh, the most distinguishable thing is the, uh, it's a blue flame. I'm going to run over there and I'm going to just grab it with my meaty little fingers. Well, I uh, think uh, that we got what we came for. So you get like this when you're stressed out? Yes. The moon also seems to have an impact. The only light that are illuminating uh, your path home is this uh, relic and the bright white light of the full moon overhead. travel back you guys she uh katie says as she uh takes a look at the crew a uh, lot of you uh see that rory is uh still pretty beat up pretty sure he got crit twice last night uh, last time uh but everyone else i think is doing pretty good but uh despite that she still no- notices your leg because your leg uh had an arrow through it and says uh if no one else is opposed i think it might be wise to uh Take a breather before we continue forth. I mean, Ruri, I believe that leg could use some more work. Sounds like a good idea. How about the rest of you? And she looks over to Sprout, uh, Zario, and Gluzo. What do you guys think of taking a short rest with Katie Brower in the middle of the woods? <laughs> uh, Gluzo's like shaking a little bit and he's like got his eyes shut really tight and he's like reaching for something on his glaive. And he kind of pulls out a little cloth and starts trying to, like, blindfold himself. You, uh, you all right there, big guy? We, uh, should not take uh, too long. The, uh, the moon is, uh, full today. You know, I did have a talk with Lewis before we all left here. He said something about you trashing his room. Mm. I can only assume it has something to do with that. Or perhaps. Well, we don't need you going beast mode out here. Mm. Are you sure that cloth is going to work? It usually helps, but I will need help getting back to back to town. Well, how about we do this? Let's let's do Not a, a fifteen-minute sit down. I'll start a fire, and we can get some work done on Ruri's leg before we head out. Sound nice? Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool, and uh, Katie, just right in front of the, uh, the old temple that you guys just left, you guys set up a little fire, and uh, the way I'll flavor it with uh, your hit die is uh, Katie and uh, yourself, Ruri, are working on your leg a little bit. You kind of did a quick, you know, bandaging in the... Uh, 
temple, but now she's you know using some herbs and stuff. Yeah, I've got like a medicine kit and uh, helping you out. I'll say with that, you won't have the uh, stuff on acrobatics checks. So good in that regard. They were able to. You were able to get like everything out and everything. So you guys uh finish up your short rest. Uh, Katie puts out the fire and uh, holds the torch up. And another question uh, arises. She says, "Uh, so uh, who wants to hold the big boy's hand?" Not it. Do it. I like that. Mm. I like this. So Sprout, <laughs> Sprout just uh like hops on over and. Gluzo's got long arms, so they would definitely reach without having to, like, crunch down, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Sprout is holding your hand through the woods and kind of hopefully uh, directing where branches are. Maybe he can't see too high up, so sometimes you hit something. But... <laughs> I, um, when he takes my hand, I kind of lift him up and just put him on my uh, shoulders. Okay, I like that even more. Yeah, so he'll like tug your freaking like ear just a little bit on when to turn left or right. <laughs> and uh you guys set off and uh Katie's uh leading the way with uh the blue torch illuminating your path. Um I don't know how many of you have dark vision. I don't even know if I think Gluzo does, but he's got a blindfold on. <laughs> I sure as heck don't. So and I think Zario would have Zario has it, I think, as well. So but either way, you guys can see ahead of you because of this blue flame. And uh What's the what's the party order? What are you guys what are you guys thinking? I'll be behind Katie. Yeah. So and Gluzo said he wanted to be in the back, so mm-hmm. we got uh Katie, Zario, Ruri, and then uh Gluzo in the back. And uh you guys are walking, it's you've been walking for about 20, 25 minutes now. It's a pretty still night. Oh, <laughs> oh I want you guys to make perception checks and good luck. Haha. <laughs> Do I have? What do I do? You you roll with disadvantage. Can I? Because I am sitting on top of Gluzo's head. Oh my god! Would have a vantage point. Can I roll with advantage? I'd say. You know what? I will give you advantage. Oh heck yeah! Yeah, I'll give you advantage. Like I said, twenty-two. You roll a twenty-two. Yeah. All right. Well. Owie, zowie, mama. Let's go. What's not bad. Uh, a 16 plus 3 to a raging 19. Uh, the other two, I think Luzo said, don't even bother. Yeah, I was going to ask if I could like rely on a different sense other than sight. but um... Um, I mean, how keen is your nose? <laughs> Pretty good. Because I was going to do uh, your hearing slash sight, but I, I still think just with the lack of seeing, I still mm-hmm. think disadvantage just okay. seems appropriate. How about Ruri? Worst case scenario. Okay. I got a seven anyway, so. Well, thankfully, these uh, bad boys' uh, dex mods are not... They're good, but they're not great. So uh, Zario just notices them. You uh, hear rustling uh, in the branches above you and, uh, like, above to the left of you guys as you guys are walking... I want to take cover behind a tree. Okay. You you hear rustling and you've become so attuned to, you know, strange sounds that you spring into action and you get into, uh, to your right, there's a tree. So you uh, hop on right behind there and you kind of are glancing behind and Katie looks back at you. I forgot to roll Katie's perception check. 
Yeah, she doesn't notice anything. So uh, she looks back at you and she says, uh, "What's got you? Uh, got you on the fritz there, Zarya? It's just you." And she, uh, she, uh, for a mousy. She does shut up. She does take uh, your your warnings uh, seriously. And uh, hide behind something be quick. Quiet, because there's gonna be a mouse, and we don't want to scare him away. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, she gets behind a tree, and she uh, looks at the rest of you, like if you guys are gonna follow suit. I'm yeah, gonna. What's going on? I'm gonna start. Uh, uh, I don't know what they're doing, so I. You're going, on top of Gluzo, so I guess. Uh, do you want to direct Gluzo to a tree? in the direction of walking straight still? Okay. In the- <laughs> Way again? What did you say? Uh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap on Gluzo's head and go. We have to tiptoe. Be really quiet. Oh, okay. Then I'm gonna direct him in the same direction we were going. So not behind a tree. Not behind a tree. I don't know why people are going behind trees. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you guys are still tiptoeing in a the while the rest of the party's behind a tree, and uh, you hear something drop down. Um, like I could jumped off a tree to the left there, and uh, it you know Zario's probably got something like ready to throw, or he's probably pulled out her gun or something, and uh, then pretty harmlessly a uh, an ape kind of just like like scoots out of the brush and is, like kind of just like investigating this oh yeah path that you guys uh that you guys have been like treading and uh, just looks at you guys with curiosity. He doesn't oh, seem right. like. Is apes? Is this like a chimpanzee or something? Yeah, bigger? it's it's kind of like a chimp. Okay. It's nothing. It's not like a freaking gorilla, but you know, it's like it's a little chimp. It's like getting hit by a car, not a train. <laughs> I'm, I'm I mean, gonna, that's, that's if it hits you. You have to fight. <laughs> it seems pretty. It just seems really curious right now, and it's kind of, and it doesn't notice uh, the lot of you that are behind the tree, but it notices Gluzo, and it, it's kind of like creeps up behind but like not like in a menacing way it's just like kind of sniffing around and just like what is this creature you know like inspecting i would like to climb down gluzo like a monkey and get down on my all fours and go (laughs) it uh it tilts its head at you and uh katie sees that you're like down off uh, gluzo and she kind of instinctively (laughs) uh steps out from behind the uh tree and goes up and try to, tries to, like, whisper shout at you, like, Get back on Gluzo! Sprout, what are you doing? And, uh, He's okay. He's not going to hurt us, I don't think. He loves Sprout's face. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to look at it and, and make sure not to look at its eyes, but kind of, like, touch my hands together. Yeah, uh, so after, it, uh, after Katie kind of, like, tries to warn you, it uh, hears Katie, and it looks behind it. Still just really curious, it looks at Katie, and then it looks at the blue flame, and its eyes, like, kind of light up, oh, and uh, kind of, like, starts going towards that, and she, it's just really calm. What do you guys uh, want to do? I would like to slowly, while crouching, approach this primate. Are you, like, sneaking up on it? No, um, I'm actually going to try and get its attention. Okay. Yeah, you, uh... You uh, slowly kind of like creep out from behind the tree and start. I want to keep my hands low to the ground so, like, it shows, try and show it that I'm not a threat to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I, I would just like to point out what I'm imagining now that your hands are low to the ground. You straight up look like a Black Panther crawling through the like, like <laughs> the grass, like slowly, like keeping low, like a like you know. So here's a what Panther would be doing. Um, the chimp uh, notices you because you know you're trying to get its attention, and it like looks at you, looks at Sprout, looks at Luzo, looks at uh, Katie, looks at it's kind of like darting its eyes around, and it's starting to get a little nervous. Now that uh, there's like what five of you that uh, in its area that it did not expect, he thought he only saw Gluzo and Sprout, and he kind of starts, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna take gonna this monkey point. noises. Is a uh, this is my favorite part of the show where Ryan just makes monkey noises. <laughs> I would like to transform into an to an ape. You're gonna transform into an ape? Yes my wild shape one of my two wilds transform into to an ape of similar stature and size it uh it takes another glance at you uh as you're doing this and it sees like your body kind of morphing and uh this is also pretty jarring to the rest of you i would assume because this is the first time that our little 10 year old boy has used wild shape and he's a druid so you guys see good old sprout you know kind of get some fur get some uh Health, healthy mandibles on him and uh he just slowly kind of like forms into this chimpanzee like ape i don't see a gosh dang thing yeah you don't see nothing this actually uh the monkey sees you changing and it like starts freaking out even more like it's, <laughs> it starts, I, it starts I, you know <laughs> <laughs> like a lot louder and everything <laughs> and uh if you guys want to make some more perception checks okay mm-hmm. Nat 20, baby. Natural nice. Nat 20 and a nat 1, and then an 18. Sprout? You're not going to believe it. I also wrote a natural 20. There it is. Gluzo with dis... Oh, yeah, you have- you're right. Zario and Sprout, you kind of pick up that it's not, like, screaming and making a lot of noise because it's, like, entirely worried, which you can tell it is, but it's also uh, calling some friends. And uh, one of the... Uh, and uh, behind you guys, behind Katie specifically, a chimp darts out of the bushes and grabs the uh, torch from Katie's hand. And it's just like staring at it for a second. And then it stares at the rest of you and then just goes bolting uh, through the woods. And you can see that there's two other chimps with them. And then the uh, chimp that uh, you guys were looking at uh, tries to run past you, Gluzo, to follow his friends. And... Uh, I don't know if you, you, uh, you probably can sense the situation here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to do anything about this chimp trying to get past you. Um, I guess I would, well, like, hmm, I guess I would like kind of feel, or at least. Yeah, I would say it would like try to like go in between your legs and you would notice it wasn't sprout because, uh, just the way it, like, I mean, it has fur, first of all. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I also now have, have fur. But normally you don't. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. <laughs> I'm gonna try to like quick grab him and okay. yeah, I don't I'm know. gonna say do a athletics check with disadvantage just because you can't see. I think that's uh actually real quick. Let me look up the blinded uh condition because that's what you should be under. So I think it's just any checks that would involve sight. Yeah, I think so too. Which I would say that this could fall under that. Yeah, blinded. A blind creature cannot see. 
fails any ability to check that requires sight. Hmm. I'm going to say you have a chance because it's right next to you. So go ahead and roll uh, a disadvantage to try to get this. Athletics is fine. Um, seven plus seven, so 14. Okay. Good old chimp is going to roll an acrobatics to get past you. Actually, an athletics to get past you. That's an eight. So actually not even that. It's a seven. So yeah, you, despite you know being blind, you've spent enough time in these woods. Uh, you know, know how to handle some uh, monkeys, and you uh, grab it by like its shoulders, and uh, it's like kind of squirming and trying to go out, and uh, it makes an attack at you. It's gonna try to, uh, it's gonna try to hit, just punch you. Okay. While it in like fright. So roll. Oof. Oh, Coolio. It's going to deal eight bludgeoning damage to you. Owie. And it uh. Yeah, it gets a good jab at your uh, your your eye underneath the uh, the freaking blindfold, but it, I mean it stays on. It's not like it's knocked off or anything. Um, and I'm gonna that say like that this amazing. is the start of combat, so we can roll initiative. I would like to chase the chimpanzee that ran off with the. Yeah, that'll that'll come in with uh, combat. Ah, okay. Righty. While these apes are rolling insanely well on their initiative checks. Holy crap. Okie dokie. So, first up, it's Ruri. Uh, Bluezo's holding this ape who just got a jab out on uh, him. You are. You notice the three apes that are running away, one with the torch that you guys just got. And it's starting to get a little darker now that you don't have that torch with you. I imagine Bluezo can handle the one. In the palms of his hands, I'm going to try and catch up with the rest. Okay. So you're just going to use your movement to get to, to them. I'll say that right now they're about... One of them is 20 feet away, one of them is 30 feet away, and the one with the torch is 40 feet away, leading the way. So you could reach the one that's 20 feet or 30 feet. If you wanted to dash, you could uh, probably get up to the one with the torch. Um, yeah, I'll try and do that which one dash okay and i'm assuming you you would want to use your cunning action to do that so it's just your bonus action sure yeah so you uh use your bonus action catch up to the one with the torch and it kind of like looks at it like looks to its side and you're like right caught up with it and it kind of wide eyes for a bit it can and it's like trying to get away what do you do um i'm right up next to it at this point yep i'm going to pull out my short sword and try and take a good old hack at this stupid freaking ape. Cool. Go ahead and make an attack roll. Stupid thief. D20 plus five. That's going to hit. Of course it is. I hate this thing. Now, what are you going to do to it? Um, is it trying to turn away and run again? Yeah, it's basically trying grab a branch and kind of like swing itself up out of the way, but you're able to get it with a swipe. So uh, go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Damage. Uh, D6. Damage. D6 plus... I should say on there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, four. Four damage total? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you get a good jab, uh, good slice at his... Uh, back. Lower, yeah, at his back as he... Uh, almost, pretty much like on like the left butt cheek as he uh, <laughs> swings his way up. And uh, still got the torch in hand. 
kind of yelps a bit in pain, you know, like a little, uh, and, uh, kind of climbs up and is continuing to run. Next, it's Gluzo's turn. You have this little sniveling chimp in your hand. What do you want to do? I want to just take him and slam him in the ground. Because he punched me, and that was rude. It was very rude. So you're going to slam him on the ground. Um, <laughs> do you want to, like... Is, so I, I would say you have him in a grapple right now. Are you saying you want to put him in prone, or do you want to do damage? I just want to damage him. Just okay. Probably um, arm strike. Yeah, I'll give you an arm strike plus one for, like, the damage if you hit. Because, okay. uh, I mean... Fist the ground, I mean. 24. Yeah, that, you hit it, good. And then uh, slam it in the ground, and I'll say you do three it's damage. Let's close. do that. It will three so, damage. Nine damage. Nine damage. My unarmed strike does six base. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was looking at breweries. That's why I was so confused. It does nine base? No, six. And six base. Oh, two. never mind. I, I, I'll just do the six. I'm, okay, that's, okay. Because I was looking at breweries, and I was like, oh, it's only going to do one damage. Huh, that doesn't sound fair. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you slam it to the ground, and it does four da- uh, six damage to it. Real and quick, uh, um, point of order. When we took that short rest, did we level up? Or are we doing uh, since I forgot about it, no. Okay. <laughs> then I'll say on the long rest, you do. Okay, that's my turn. Cool. Um, Could have had a second. Do you want to use your bonus action? Uh, no, all I would be able to do is rage. Okay. You probably don't want to do that quite. Do not. All right, so the one, the ape that was 30, that was 30 feet away, it's currently the one that's, like, behind you now, Ruri, as you're up by the one in the lead, uh, kind of swings its way up, and uh, it's going to try to multi-attack you with its fists. Goodness. So basically what that means is it's going to make two fist attacks at you. We got a 23, assuming that'll hit. And a crit fail. So that's not going to hit. So the damage is... 8 damage. You'll take 8 damage from this punch. So what it does is it, uh, it like grabs a branch and it kind of like swings towards you. And with that momentum, it gets a good clock at your uh, shoulder from behind you. As you're kind of like reeling down, uh, you quick come to your senses as it goes for another punch. And you, uh, you kind of duck down and it like punches above you. And it's, it had a lot of momentum with this. It kind of, like, rolls over you and uh, falls to the ground prone uh, as it tries to punch you but failed. And that's what I'm going to give it for making a crit fail. Uh, now it's Katie's turn. Katie is going to uh, follow suit. She's running right after these guys, kind of screaming, like, That bastard's got the torch! She's going to make a ranged attack at the one in the back. That is a 16. That hits. Roll damage. Six on the one in the back. So uh, she kind of like runs forward, and as she running, she's running, she draws her sh- uh, longbow, takes a shot at the uh, chimp in the back, and uh, gets it in its lower leg. You know, does some damage, but it's not really slowing it down. And next, it is actually that ape's turn, and it's going to turn and uh, focus its attention on Katie. Now, as Katie's like running up to it, it's going to like take a quick turn around and try to do multi attack on her. Going to be that'll hit and that will not hit. So one will hit. And Katie's gonna take t- t- seven damage. That's its turn, and now it's the ape in the front's turn, the one with the torch. It's just gonna keep running away for a bit, and it kind of gets out of your line of sight for a second, Ruri. After that one ape uh, took some swings at you, it managed to get out of your sight for a bit, 
and uh, you're looking around for it, and it doesn't take you long to find it, because it shrieks as it launches a uh, weird, thin, long, indiscernible shape at you. Make a perception check. Are you, are you about to throw poop at someone? <laughs> uh, I never said that. A nine? If, if, you're, if you're a cop throwing poop at someone, you have to tell me. So it doesn't throw poop. Uh, you don't know what this thing's throwing. It looks like a spear almost at first, but it's like whipping around wildly. So like not throwing precision. Uh, and you don't know what it is until it latches onto your leg. It threw a poisonous snake at you. Oh. And uh, 15, what's your armor class? 16. Cool. It kind of like wraps around you and it's about to take a bite at you. And you just quick swipe it off as fast as you can and smash it to the ground and it kind of skitters away. Now it's Zario's turn. So you got Gluzo in front of you with the chimp in his, that he just pummeled to the ground. uh, And about 30 feet away from you is where all this debacle is happening. Where is Torch Boy? Torch Boy is about 40 to 50 feet ahead of you now. So you could probably, I forgot, I can't remember how much movement you had. I know you have more than I have feline agility. What's that give you? It doubles his movement. Uh, You can double your speed until the end of your turn. Um, once you use this trait, you can't use it again until you move zero feet on one of your turns. Okay, yeah. So you can definitely I can go a hundred feet. <laughs> yeah, you definitely just with blazing speed go running past Gluzo. Uh, no care in the world. He's he's a big boy. He's got it handled. You run after these apes, and you just run right past Katie. You run past the one that's attacking Katie. You, run, you even run past Ruri, and you pretty much get in front of this ape, and it like stops dead in its tracks. And it's like scared. It looks at you with worried eyes. What do you do? Okay. Um, I am going to take a swipe at it with my claws. Actually, uh, if I do it at its legs, could I possibly slow it down? Uh, maybe. Because it can also use its arms to like swing on like uh, branches and stuff. So, Right. Uh, yeah, I could say you could do that. Okay, I'm going to try and do that then. Nat 20. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, you... Go ahead and roll a d4. It'll be a d4 plus 7 with the crit damage. Okay. So 4 plus 7. Nice. That's 11 damage on this dude. Yeah, I'd say with a crit, you definitely are able to slow him down. He's still standing. Uh, You get a great swipe at his uh, legs, and uh, he yelps out in pain. You know, another good old... And... uh, Um, Can I do my Fury of Blows? (laughs) You very much can. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Uh, make two unarmed strikes. It should be plus five for each. Okay. Okay, so 16 and a five. The 16 will hit. Go ahead and roll a d4 plus three. Yep. Um, so I got a two plus three. Five? That's just enough. Are you using your claws or fist? Uh, claws. Okay, yeah, so you get to swipe at its leg, and uh, it, like, kneels down, and it's, like... Looking at his leg and it looks back up and sees you're going for another hit and it uses the torch to, uh, it's kind of got like a metal hilt in it. So it uses the torch as a bit of a shield, uh, and you kind of swat it away with your first attack and then you go straight for his, uh, gullet on the second attack and you get him right there. He is down for the count and dead, kind of drops the, uh, torch on the ground. And despite, you know, it dropping on the ground, it just doesn't look like it even phased the, uh, vitality of the torch's light. I'm going to pick it up. Cool. Next, it is Sprout's turn at the end of the order. You got the people about 30 slash 50 feet away from you. And uh, 
yeah, Gluzo right in front of you. We just slammed this chimpanzee into the ground. And you're now a chimpanzee as well. Or an ape, or whatever. You are now sitting here in uh, ape form. What do you want to do? Oh, uh, okay. Well, after seeing this, this uh, all, all of a sudden out, outburst on, on the animals, I'm, just, I'm in my chimp form. I'm just, just going to start making like stressed noises. Uh, You're going to start making stress noises? I'm going to start hopping and stomping on the ground. Are you being audible, like loud? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be my turn. Okay. So that's what you're doing for your turn. You're being loud and yelping. Stressed sounding. Yeah, stressed sounding. And uh, now it's the ape's turn that uh, is on the ground now after Glizzo just pummeled it. It's going to... Look at you, look at your size and stature, and it's going to also yelp out, and it's going to try to get away from you. You have an attack of opportunity on it. Uh, am I not still grappling it? Oh, did you want it to be? I'm sorry. Uh, I, yeah, you I can be. planning to, like... So you're, like, holding it on the ground. I thought you, like, threw it to the ground, and you was like, out of your games now. All right, yeah, so you're still, like, on it. And it's, like, it yelps out, and it's going to try to get away from you. So it's going to make contested athletics checks. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I got a 22. I don't know. Seven, I think, is higher. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you... This thing tries to get away from you, and it just is... It's not able to even budge. So, and I think that's an action to do that, to try to get out of a grapple. Yes. Yeah, so it won't be able to attack you. Um, it, it spits in your face a little bit, though. <laughs> and now it's Ruri's turn. You... Just witnessed uh, Gluzo, or not Gluzo, uh, Zario, you know, run in front of the uh, torch chimp that you were chasing and uh, take it down, and now he has the torch. Behind you is uh, is the ape that tried to hit you twice, got one hit on you, and then uh, rolled over you and is prone pretty much at your feet. And then about 10 feet away from that is the uh, other ape and Katie kind of duking it out. So you got the one right in front of you down on the floor. Trying to decide... How pissed off I am right now. Is, uh, is it moving? Yeah, it's kind of like squirming to get back up, but it's not back up right now. It's still pr- technically prone in the game's rules. After I dodged that failed swing and it lunged ahead of me, I sheathed my short sword and pulled out my rapier. And now I'm going to lunge at it with the rapier at about... Hip level, and I'm going to try and impale this. Impale him to the ground? I'm going to try and um, stake him to the ground with my rapier. Nice. Roll uh, an attack roll with advantage because he is prone. Oh, eight and nine. So nine plus five, I think? Uh, with the uh, rapier? Yes. I believe so. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, roll damage. Okay. D8 plus three. Ten. Ten total? Yes. Yeah, I'll say with that, you're able to uh, skewer it right through. And uh, <laughs> it, you go right through like kind of his lower abdomen. And uh, you feel the dirt underneath. And it makes another yelp out in pain. And uh, I guess I could count this as grappled. Grappled to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> grappled slash pinned. That's what you got. Um, Is uh, there anything else? Also, I, can do? also, I forgot. You rolled with advantage. 
anytime you roll with advantage, uh, you get to add your sneak attack die. So roll 2d6 as well for your damage. Because oh. you're a rogue. Rogue boys. Uh, are there additions? No, just 2d6. Okay, so 6. Total? Total? Cool. So yeah, you get a good jump on this thing, and it's definitely stuck to the ground now. Not dead. Uh, not, not dead yet, but it is bleeding quite profusely. Is, is that my turn? <laughs> um, unless you want to... You have some bonus actions if you'd want to do them. They are as follows. Uh, you can do your cunning actions, so you can either dash, disengage, or hide. Or you can uh, do the help action to aid an ally in attacking a creature. So you could maybe help uh, run over and try to help Katie uh, fight this other creature. You know what? I think I'm going to do that. I'm just going to push this sword just a little bit deeper into the ground, and now I'm going to... It, it yelps again. I'm going to twist <laughs> it just a little bit, and then I'm going to run and try and help out Katie. Cool. So how do you want to say you're doing this? Like how do you want to flavor it? How, um... Well, how... Could you describe to me how they are... Positioned? positioned? So, um... Katie was chasing after this monkey and uh, took a pot shot at it as it was chasing it, which hit him. And uh, after it hit him, the chimp uh, turned around and like, stopped in its tracks. And as Katie was like running towards it, it uh, got a good punch on her. So they're pretty much like five feet apart right now. So um, kind of just like eyeing each other. Katie's got her bow out still. So I'm just coming from the side then. Yeah, you can, you can also... Uh, do something from a distance too, if you wanted. Like, if you want to, like, try to, like, maybe distract the monkey, that would be a way of, like, flavoring it. Okay. Yeah. Because um, you can do it. You can do it from thirty feet away as long as they can see or hear yes, you. Yes. Uh, let's let's do that. That sounds like something right up the narrative. I'm just going to uh, uh, let's see, without getting too explicit, <laughs> I'm just gonna scream. Hey! Look over here! I'm just freaking pissed. I'm just mad. Nice. So yeah, it uh, it turns around. Uh, it hears that, and it turns around, and it sees its buddy pinned to the ground, and uh, it gets wide-eyed. Uh, and before we finish that scenario, it's Gluzo's turn. You got this dude pro- uh, pinned to the ground. He's trying to get away. He's yelping and yelping. Guess what I'm gonna do? You're a rage. Uh, no, I'm just gonna <laughs> hit him. <laughs> You're gonna hit him. Was your fist? Yes. Nice. You got a 20? Natural 20. Natural 20? Oh my goodness. Well, I'm not even going to make you... You don't have to roll because it's default damage. But, yeah, you just take a... You wind your long arm up and... I should have been making you roll with disadvantage because you're blind, technically, but I don't I'm care. Rolling. I mean, you're... you're it's, it's, right, it's right in front of you and you have it grappled. I'm not going to make you do it. Well, the other... <laughs> Yeah, okay. So it you wind this giant arm up, long arm, longer than your freaking torso, and you just, with the might of every chimp in the planet, you punch this thing straight in its nose, and it's like, and you do that thing where, like, you break their nose inward, and it pierces its brain, and it just dies. <laughs> and you have successfully killed that, uh, that monkey. I'm proud of you. You can wow. now drink soup out of the face of this concave... Yeah, head yeah it's a bowl now you can put some cereal in there <laughs> okay um anything else you want to do well i can't see no you cannot um yeah i don't know i i don't think i can really do anything else right now 
Cool. Um, it is now the ape that was stuck to the ground uh, by Ruri's rapier. It's his turn. And he's like writhing around and writhing. And uh, he picks up the nearest thing he can and he gets a rock and he's going to try to throw it at you, Ruri. It's going to be with disadvantage because he's not really in any position. It's a good thing he was with disadvantage because one of them was a nat 20. <laughs> That's not going to hit you. Yeah, your armor class is high enough. So it kind of like grabs this rock and it like tosses it, but it does not toss it with enough oomph. It like kind of like taps the back of your shoulder and you just turn around and it's just there like looking at you. Now it's Katie's turn. And uh, with the other chimp that was in front of Katie, now looking back towards uh, you, Ruri, and uh, Katie draws her short sword and uh, is going to make a stab at uh, the monkey. It is going to roll a 20, not natural 20, but a 20. And it's going to hit, and it's going to deal a whole six damage. Damage. Read some other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, six damage to this monkey in front of it. It's still standing. Uh, oh, yeah, it rolls with advantage. Just to see if it crits. It did not. But uh, So, yeah, she gets a stab at the uh, monkey, and it turns back, and... Uh, it's now going to multi-attack her again. Not going to hit. So the first hit. The second hit will hit. So with its, uh, we'll say that Katie uh, got a stab at his uh, left uh, shoulder blade. So it goes to uh, swing with that fist first and just lazily kind of goes to the side. And then with his good arm still, he gets a good clock right at her chin. And it deals five damage to her. And now it is Zario's turn. So you turn around, you got the torch in your hand, and uh, in front of you is a chimp that is just pinned to the ground uh, by Ruri's rapier, kind of still writhing a bit as it holds on to life. And then uh, about another 15 feet in front of you is uh, Katie and this other ape duking it out. And you just saw the ape uh, clock Katie. Okay, I'm going to go over and help her. Okay. Uh, you get up behind this ape, and I'll say you're flanking, so whatever your attack you do, you do with advantage. Since I'm holding the fire, would I be um, have to roll for disadvantage? No, you're actually going to roll with advantage because you're flanking. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to try and take out my nunchucks and cave in the back of his head. Cool, roll with advantage. I think oh, it's plus six. Good yeah, good thing I had to <laughs> um, Plus six? Should be. So, if you're using your nunchucks. Uh, 23 total. Cool. Do the nunchuck damage, which is... I think it is a D6. It's a D6, and since you had advantage on the roll, technically a sneak attack. So roll an extra 2D6. So you roll 3D6 damage. Uh, 7. Total. 7 total? Yep. Uh, it is still standing, just barely. It, uh, you uh, clock it on its head. And it immediately, like, goes to grab its head and, uh, like, in pain, and it kind of, like, kneels to the ground. I don't know if you want to use your bonus action. No. Yeah, as I said, you only have, like, one key point left, so... At least I think you do, I can't remember. Yeah, but, I only uh, have one. So, it, it kneels to the ground in pain as you clock it on the top of its head. You almost hear a crack as uh, you do so. And now it's uh, Sprout's turn. You're in front of Gluzo, who just blindly... Uh, concaved this chimpanzee's face, and you are, if I remember last time, you were just, you know, screeching, doing a little screech. I'm, I'm gonna 
deform from my chimpanzee form and I'm going to run off into the forest. Towards the uh, brewery and all them, right? No. No. Exact opposite direction. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, you, when you were doing all your panic screeching, along with the panic screech of the uh, concave chimp, uh, you start running off in the opposite direction, and you get about 10 feet before you're stopped dead in your tracks by two more apes. So I'm going to put at the end of initiative. I'm going to cast a spell. I'm going to cast Warding uh, Winds. Strong Warding winds? wind blows around me in a 10-foot radius and moves with you, remaining centered on you. The wind lasts for the spell's duration. It deafens uh, you and any other creatures in the area. It extinguishes unprotected flames. Edges of vapor and gas are dispersed. Uh, the area is considered difficult terrain for creatures other than me, and the attack rolls of ranged weapon attacks have disadvantage. Okay. Uh, if the jackal would pass through the hole. Oh, uh, as soon as they run in front of me, I'm just going to try to either... I'm going to try to run around them. Okay. Yeah, you. I would say with casting this spell, you have no problem doing so. You, uh, The spell kind of like knocks them off balance as you run past them, and they look at you for a second, uh, but then immediately turn around to see uh, the pancake slash... Uh, popcorn bold face of their uh, brethren and uh they run after you gluzo and they're both going to go now what a what a crazy incident this has become uh first one's gonna make a multi-attack at you 21 that'll hit second roll is a 12 i don't think that hit yeah so the first one will hit that'll do five damage to you okay and the second one's going to come up as well. And it's going to also multi-attack. That is a 15. That hits. Or not 15, uh, 18. But yeah, that'll that hit. Will hit. And then we got a 17 plus 5. So yep. both fists are going to hit you. 12 damage total. Okay. And as they're kind of wailing into you, one gets a good hit at your face. The second one that's actually hitting gets both of his fists into your face. You feel that blindfold start to loosen a little bit. It is now Ruri's turn. I would imagine that the ape that I staked to the ground is pretty much barely there. I mean, it's still alive. But yeah, it's holding on. I'm going to um, gonna walk over and step on its chest, and I'm going to pull my rapier out and press it to its throat, and I'm going to kill it. Yeah, uh... Make an attack roll with advantage. 18 plus, uh, I always forget. Uh, I think it's plus 5 for you, but yeah, you got it. And uh, since you had advantage, it would be sneak attack damage. I'm not even going to make you roll, because this thing is dead. You pull it out, and that alone like makes it shriek in pain again. And then you just lightly press the uh, tip of your rapier down its uh, esophagus, and it slowly just chokes on its own blood and it's gone uh, I'm gonna run towards where Sprout would have gone yeah so I would imagine you just start dashing there uh, towards his direction and you get to Sprout and you notice this wind all around him and you find it difficult to kind of see him through it all uh, as he's kind of like pushing branches and stuff aside do you want to like try to get like directly next to him or do you want to like keep your distance from this wind I, I guess at this point, I'm just trying to observe what's happening. And do, would I notice the uh, other apes? Um, I'd say when you were running by, you would have. But it's up to you if you want to 
be staying on Sprout, who looks like he's just running off, or if you want to go help Gluzo. But the uh, other apes that uh, oh um yeah you, you see him but it's a you have a choice to make I'm if just, you want to i'm just gonna try and and make sure that i don't lose sprout so yeah so you follow him and next it'll be gluzo's turn okay i'm gonna try to hit the nearest one or at least grab him if i can uh yeah do you want to grab him or hit him i'll just try to hit cool unarmed yeah all right uh roll this one with disadvantage Oh, that's a natural one. Oof. Yeah, you uh, take a swing at where you think you got clocked twice by the last one that hit you, so you kind of like turn to the direction where the punches came from, and you make a swing. You kind of like trip over uh, a root that's poking out of the ground a bit, and uh, you fall to the ground, and your blindfold gets a little looser still, but it's still on just barely. One eye kind of like can see about halfway out the blindfold now. And you're still just looking at ground, but it is a full moon, so you can see the light of the moon on the ground. And now it is Katie's turn. It was going to make her last attack, hopefully her last attack, on this ape that's in front of her. That's not going to hit. Here's how I'll flavor this. She goes for the last stab at its head, and just as she's going to do it, uh, uh, when Zario came up and clocked her, or clocked the chimp from behind, that just happens, and her sword goes like inches from your face, Zario, and she uh, says, "Oh, so sorry." Oh, watch it, lady. Now it is uh, that ape's turn, and it's going to uh, try to like scramble away. Uh, and Zario, you have an opportunity to attack on it. Ooh, five. <laughs> five total. Five plus whatever I have. I think plus five or plus six out of the way. Just misses. And it scrambles away, and it's starting to run. And uh, it runs back in the direction towards Gluzo. And it's going to... Uh, it, see that, it sees that Gluzo's on the ground, and two of its uh, buddies are over top of him. Mm. And it's going to try to grapple onto you, Gluzo. So, contested athletics checks? I'm not, I, I won't say you're pro. Uh, well, I am, though. Yeah, you are. I don't think this affects that, though. So, yeah, you do not have disadvantage on this. So, at contested athletics check. 26. Good thing you rolled that, because it rolled a 24. One away from a crit. That would have been bad. So, it tries to, like, grapple onto you, and it takes a grab at your head, and uh, you swat it away. As you do, it tries to cling on to whatever it can, and it clings on to the blindfold, and the blindfold comes clean off. You see in front of you uh, that ape that just scrambled away, try to uh, help its friends uh, attack Luzo, who mutilated its, their friend, uh, <laughs> along with you guys. But I mean, it's it's trying to work with numbers here. So it takes a grab at uh, Luzo, and it's not able to pin it down. But just as Luzo swipes it away, uh, you see almost just shimmering in the air, despite its bland material, uh, the blindfold that was on Luzo, and Luzo. Uh, you look up in shock, and despite there being three apes hovering over you, ready to pummel you, all you can see above you is the full moon, and it's illuminating, and it shines straight off your pupils, almost like a mirror. And uh, what do you want to? Do you want to explain what happens when Gluzo uh, transforms on a full moon? Oh. oh, I'm like getting in character. I'm actually like freaking out a little bit. Um, so 
for a moment is kind of quiet and he's just staring wide-eyed his pupils just like shrink like he's about to freak out his whole body starts to um like spasm he actually he's already a big guy but he manages he somehow is growing even larger his claws are coming out not only on his arms but his uh, feet as well and his mouth kind of elongates into like a more canine-like snout with his fangs growing longer and a long tail pops out of the back and he's now on all fours red eyes just it's 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 about to be a bad time Hey there. Hi, uh, it's Ruri. I just wanted to say thank you for listening to this week's episode. We're glad you're here. We'll be back in a few minutes, so stick around, yeah? Oh, hey, you're still here. Uh, so I found this printing on the ground over here that says you can find Winter Wayfarer's music on Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, and YouTube, and anywhere else you listen to music. Also, give us a follow on Facebook at Winter Wayfair, on Instagram at Winter Wayfair Music, and Twitter at Winter Wayfair. I don't know what that means, but it sounds like useful information. Uh, I guess I'll just hold on to it for now. Anyway, let's dive back into this mess. I want you to take an action here. Combat will still kind of go, but I'm letting you have an action right here. Okay. What do you do? Oh, uh, shit. Um, I'm going to tail attack the nearest one. We'll say that that's the one that ripped off the blindfold. Go ahead and roll an attack roll. Are you considered raging now, too? Yes. Cool. So I like to hear. So that's a natural 20. Yeah. Yeah, uh, if you want to roll damage, you feel free, but I'm not going to make you. What you see in front of you is this hulking monster that was once in Gluzo's place. And despite, you know, Gluzo was a monster before, this is even more intimidating, even more terrifying. He now has mandibles that'll look like they could contest an alligators. He has claws the size of freaking of daggers. He has a tail now. And with that tail, he just whips the uh, ape that's triumphantly holding the blindfold in his hand. And the, it just sends the, uh, the chip lying uh 25 damage just, by the way oh yeah <laughs> it's, uh it just smacks a tree and its back breaks in multiple locations and it slumps to the ground and the other two apes uh look back at its friend that is now dead and it looks right at you gluzo uh, they look right at you and they're just terrified now and that's the scenario that's going on but it is Zar- zario's turn now Zario, you just watched all this unfold in front of you about 30, 40 feet away from Okay, so I'm assuming he's not going to know who he's attacking. You can make that assumption. Shoot, who's closest to Gluza? Uh, just the apes, but I, you did see Ruri run past uh, Gluzo, and you don't see Sprout. So you don't necessarily know where they are, but you can only imagine that Ruri's with, her, uh, with Sprout somewhere in the woods past uh, Gluzo and these apes. But the closest to Gluzo would be uh, the two apes that are left standing and look horrified. 
they're kind of like okay. shifting. They're sh- like shifting backwards a bit. Like they're about to run away. All right. Well, I'm gonna let Guzo handle them then, and I'm gonna um, yell at Katie. Hey, we should probably go with uh, Ruri to help find Sprout. I think Gluzo's got it covered over here. We should stay clear of him, too. She looks at you wide-eyed, like she saw the whole thing as well, and she just nods her head. She doesn't even say a word. You run off. It's technically not Katie's turn, but she runs with you. So, like, that's just what would happen. Yeah, you two just run kind of like in an arc around the situation, and now it's Sprout's turn. Uh, Ruri, were you trying to be stealthy? When you were tailing Sprout, or were you just, you know... No, just, uh, okay. um... Not trying to run up right behind him, but, uh... Yeah, you know, don't, I don't think it mattered, because neither I nor he can hear each other. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, just sound, sound does not go through that, huh? It does not. Uh, I am going to use my action to dash. I'm assuming you're dashing a whole 60 feet in the opposite direction? Yes. Wonderful. So, yeah, uh, as you're following Ruri, uh, you hear a lot of commotion behind you, and you hear the slam of some entity upon a tree about 10 feet away from you. And you look back for just a second to find out what's going on, and you catch a glimpse of Gluzo, although it doesn't necessarily look like Gluzo. It kind of does, but, I mean, it's definitely different. Your distraction does not last long as you hear uh, the wind of Sprout's wind wall or whatever whirlwind uh grow distance as he continues to just dash in the opposite direction uh what do you do i'm i'm 60 feet away currently i don't think she can catch up and also grapple but she can she can do that as a cunning action she can yes she can oh thank you for reminding me yes sure very friendly neighborhood dm here (laughs) yeah i would very much like to try and catch up and get a hold of of sprout and i just i forgot to mention um the wind wall makes it difficult terrain whenever you're in the yes. wind wall i don't know what that means but it means it's, it's half movement but i'm gonna say it's oh. so close that's just for narrative speaking that it's like she was pretty much right on you when it happened so go ahead and make a grapple check i'm gonna say gust of wind right or is it warding wind i'm gonna say with disadvantage because you know there's a lot of wind going around you you got branches and twigs kind of like swirling at your feet or in like in front of your face so go ahead and try to grapple him with this advantage uh it should be contested i think you do athletics route you can do acrobatics if you want ready can can the grappler do acrobatics i don't think so athletics it's something the other day when about get grappling and you could either use athletic or acrobatic but let me check so i can't remember if the grappler can i know the grapplee as much as, the, as that isn't a word, I know they can use acrobatics, but I don't know if the person grappling can. Could I say that I'm, I'm I caught up close yeah. enough that I can try and leap and, and grab at his legs? Yeah, you know what? I'll allow that uh, totally for acrobatics okay. if you want to, since you flavored it. A 16 total then. Okay. Uh, Sprout, what did you roll for your, I'm assuming, acrobatics? Uh, if you're trying, be... if you're trying to, uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be paying attention to her coming to tackle me, but... Okay, so I'll say that wasn't with disadvantage, then. If you weren't paying attention, whatever the higher of the two roles were, Colin... I mean, the, the wind is still howling. Is it? it it's still, it's it's still, like... So he wouldn't even be able to hear her. If you were to try to dive me, wind would... 
It won't knock him away. Yeah, yeah, but it, just... it would make it more difficult to try to tackle. Yeah, so never mind. Yeah, you're good. So I think you said 16. Yeah. Um, what about you, Sprout? If you're trying uh, to... That was an 8 plus dexterity 4, so 14. Yeah, that... Uh, no, that's able 12. To... I did math wrong. It's fine. Uh, we, we all fall down. But uh, Ruri is able to sprout, no pun intended, sprout right through uh, these, uh, this wind that's surrounding Sprout and uh, grapple onto his legs and you kind of trip him a bit, but then you quickly embrace him and like, you know, calm, try to calm him down. After I get tackled, uh, I, I'm going to curl up in a ball to protect myself and I'm going to scream, go away! And I'm uh, instinctually going to cast Thunder Wave. Jesus! <laughs> oh no! Uh, I, I must say, I used I used all of my level one spell slots. I was gonna say I saw already, that, so I'd have to cast it at level. T- Goodness! All right, so <laughs> would you like to read Thunder Wave or? Uh, uh, you must do a con save of thirteen, and if you fail, you get pushed away ten feet, uh, and you take three d eight thunder damage. Oh. Go ahead and roll a Constitution saving throw, Colin. Okay. <laughs> Uh oh. Um, a total of five. Cool. Oh, no. So, roll damage. Uh, that was uh, two threes, five, a total of 11. So, you take 11 points of damage. So, here's what happens you tackle uh, Sprout, and you're like trying to calm him down as he runs away. You see his like hands start to tremble. You like look at them in confusion for just a second before you're blasted back 10 feet, and uh, you, you hit a nearby tree. And you're kind of like sitting at the base of this tree, uh, just dazed as you just took 11 points of damage from his thunder thunder wave. Oh, I would probably be dead if I didn't short rest at this point. Uh, that's why I had you guys do that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, is Gluzo back? Yeah. Cool. Uh, in front of you, you see these two apes. And uh, we're going to say it's their turns now. And one of the apes is going to start running away. And he's, he dashes 60 feet away. The other one is just frozen in fear. Uh, I'm going to even go as far as to say it's paralyzed in f- with fear, and it's right in front of you. Next, it's your turn. It's bite time. Bite time? Bite time. It's bite time. You ever just bite people? When you're biting. Go ahead and roll on a paralyzed creature. Um, you have advantage on this attack. Okay. All right, I was close, but that is a 22. Well, guess what? You, your, your little raging pants. Any attack that hits within five feet on a paralyzed creature is a critical strike. So go ahead and roll. Uh, D8 plus 13 would be the crit damage. Plus my rage damage, right? Plus the rage damage, so 15. Okay, so D8 plus 15. 18 damage. Total? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you take... Uh, a hefty, a healthy serving size of chimp shoulder. You get your calories in. You got your calorie intake in. You just bite right through and you just spit the uh, remains of what's in your mouth off to the side. And it, uh, now you eat it. Uh, you know what? You eat it. You, you just gobble it right up and it just it falls to the ground and it is just barely alive just cowering uh, uh, in fear. When I bite somebody with that attack, I also heal three hit points. So nice. nice. So you do. 
My goodness. I don't know if y'all can tell, but I am freaking out a little bit. That is good narrative right here. I would be scared of my own character if I were you. <laughs> now it is Katie's turn, and Katie is going to turn back. She's going to look to you, Zario, and she's going to say, uh, keep looking for the kid. I might have an idea. She tur- like, rounds the corner, and she's behind you, Gluzo, and she shouts. In one hand, she's got her uh, short sword, and in the other hand, she has a piece of cloth, and she uh, looks at you and says, uh, Gluzo, I know you're in there, and I'm going to need you to cooperate with me. And she's going to lunge onto you and try to grapple you. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you want to do a thing where you kind of have like a will power check, Uh, but we'll get to that later. It'd have to be a really, really really high DC. So make contesting athletics checks. Right. Um, Plus seven, that's 19. Yeah, she kind of like lunges at you to grapple you and you swat her away uh, without even thinking. I mean, you're not really thinking at all right now, but yeah, you swat her away and she uh, doesn't take any damage, of course, uh, but takes the hint that that approach is not going to work and she backs off looks back towards where uh, the rest of her party went. She looks at you intently. Next, it's Zario's turn. Uh, Katie just went off to try to tame this beast. Uh, And in front of you, you can see Ruri just got blasted by uh, Sprout. What do you do? So is Sprout out of control as well? Sprout's not out of control like Luzo is. Sprout's just scared. Okay, I'm gonna go help Sprout. Yeah, you get to Sprout and... uh, you got the same scenario. You can try to grapple him to calm him down. Uh, so go ahead and make an athletics check or acrobatics, whichever is higher. And sprout acrobatics. Your... Yes. I think I'm proficient in. I think you are too. So contesting acrobatics between Sprout and Glu- uh, Zario. Okay, so I rolled a 15 plus 7. Okay. Sprout, acrobatics. Uh, that would be a 6 plus 4. Yeah, you get a good old hold on Sprout. Calm down there, kid. We're here. Everything's uh, all right. I can't quite hear you because all all that's going around is. Well, I will say he is right next to you now. Like he's saying this in your ear, so he could probably you can hear him. I would say, I would think. Ready? Yeah, because like yeah. he dove into the wind, the warding wind, and is now in there with you. And uh, now it is Sprout. It is your turn. So how did you pick me up? Yeah, how would you say? Would you say you pinned him to the ground to stop him, or did you pick him up? No, I literally just, like, knelt behind him and did, like, a bear hug. Okay. So, yeah, you're kind of, like, grab, like you're just holding on to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. I, I'm going to... Uh, into a weasel. Oh. <laughs> you were really a making white, this. A little white-haired weasel. Do you, my, my you, just spell. Do you just not understand that... <laughs> Zario is there, even though he just spoke. Oh no, no, I'm terrified. Just watch this this big old cat go and tear a couple chimpanzees to shred. Why would I not? Why would I be okay with this? So I'm gonna transform to a weasel and try to slither on out. <laughs> Roll a uh, acrobatics check. I'll say with advantage since you're a small creature. All right. And uh, Jake, oh. you also roll acrobatics. Twelve and a fourteen plus four to a grand total of eighteen. Nat 20, baby. Yeah, he... You kind of, like, turn to your weasel, weasel form, your weasel form, and uh, you drop out the teal album, and everyone loved it. 
Uh, but no, you turn into a weasel and you think you're going to get away and just you just get grabbed like in one hand by Zario and he kind of holds you up to uh, uh, his face. And Zario, any other words you want to say to him as he just tried to run away once again? Now, kid, you're starting to piss me off. We are your friends and we're not going to hurt you. You have my word. I could have already killed you if I wanted to. Do you do anything, Sprout? Uh, no, I'm a weasel. I do weasel noises. Uh, weasel, weasel. <laughs> All right. It would be the ape's turns, but one's the other one just kind of runs farther away, and the other one is just on the ground whimpering still. So we'll say that that other ape that ran away is just gone. Um, and now it's Ruri's turn. You just got blasted back, and now you see Zario holding a weasel, who you can probably assume to be Sprout, now that you know he can transform. Oh, my goodness. And I'll say in the distance, you kind of, like, open your eyes a bit, and you see in the distance uh, Katie uh, trying to calm down what looks to be, like, a hulking uh, old friend of yours. I am going to assume that Zario can keep a hold on this weasel. And I'm going to go back to KT and try and see if I can at least tame the monster so that he too can help us with uh, the child. Cool. Um, You run over and you catch up with Katie as she's kind of like keeping her distance after trying to uh, grapple onto Gluzo. And uh, Gluzo, you see uh, Ruri and you didn't have this feeling when you saw Katie because you kind of just met her but you see Ruri and you for a split second you actually see Ruri but then that is just clouded by rage as you kind of like step forward and uh, Ruri uh, you see this uh, as Gluzo takes another step towards you and Katie looks at you and says uh, now I know it's a long shot but Gluzo's mind has still got to be in there somewhere alright and maybe if we can just restrain him and get this blindfold back on him tie him up or something. I don't know. We gotta at least restrain him. I don't want to hurt him. Would I be able to, at this point, kind of disappear? Is it still, like, pitch black? I know that... There's moonlight, and it's a full moon, so the moonlight is helping you a good bit, so I won't say you have, like, disadvantage on much scene checks, but, yeah, if you wanted to, like, slip out and hide, yes. if that's what you're looking for, yeah, if you want to use your cutting action to hide, you can definitely do that. That is what I'm going to do. And at this point, I don't know how this would work, but I'm going to try and do something that would allow me to uh, climb up a a tree that is near to Gluzo. And um, basically what my goal is, is I want to try and jump onto his back. Well, where's the blindfold again? Who's holding that? Katie's holding it. Uh, She can give it to you if you want. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Katie, hand me that... Give me the blindfold. Try and distract Gluzo. Yeah, uh, does that without questioning. She hands it to you, and uh, you scurry off into the uh, woods to the side of you and make a stealth check for me. Uh, 22. Uh, would it be pa- versus your passive perception, Gluzo, or would you have to... I think it would just uh, be that, right? I mean, it's up to you, I guess. Yeah, I'd say you're in a bit of rage, and yeah, it's like- Katie just tried to grapple. You saw Ruri for a second, but your rage kind of came back and you're fixated on the person that tried to grapple onto you as Ruri uh, stealths her way into the woods. You get up to a tree and you start climbing it to uh, get above them and I'll say that's probably where your turn ends. Um, actually, yeah, here's how I'll do this. 
since you did do a lot of movement, uh, I'll say you used your action to dash, get like all that movement, and your bonus action to hide. So you are definitely, I'd say, up, up, up on this tree now. Uh, and on your next turn, you should be able to uh, jump down on him. Uh, it'll now be Gluzo's turn. He's going to not even like register like anything that just happened. He's turning back to that monkey and is going to try to eat the rest of it. Yeah, make an attack roll with advantage. 25. Yeah, I, I was almost even not even going to make you roll to hit. Uh, yeah, you just start digging your teeth and claws into this thing, and it yelps out in, in its last breaths of life, and it uh, goes limp as you just start feasting on your prey. And now it is uh, Katie's turn, and she was going to do something to try to distract you, but it looks like you're distracted enough, so she's going to use her action to help you, Ruri. Uh, she's holding it for when you make your attempt. She's, like, kind of sneaking up behind uh, as you're occupied, and they're, she's hoping to grapple at the same time. And next to Zario's turn, you have this weasel in your hand. What do you do? <laughs> Much different scenario from <laughs> everything yeah, else. I'm just gonna slowly pet the top of uh, this weasel's head. Okay. I'm going to try and calm the boy down. Yeah, um... How do you take that, Sprout? In a way that maybe you won't run away this time. Curl up in a ball and make myself as small as possible. Aww. You've tamed the child. All right, good. I'm going to put him in, like, uh, a shirt pocket. <laughs> nice. All right. We'll say uh, that would be your action. Um, yes. We're going to jump back to Ruri. It is your turn now. Unless, Sprout, you want to do something. Your turn, technically, but... I'm going assuming. to try to make myself to be as hidden and unassuming as possible inside of this shirt pocket. I assumed that's what we would do, <laughs> but I'd like to hear you say it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you uh, curl up in this uh, pocket, and uh, we jump to Ruri. You're on this branch, and you're kind of like balancing. And just below you is Gluzo, uh, who's feasting on this dead chimp. And uh, Katie looks at you and nods at you. And uh, what do you want to do? How do you want to do it? I'm trembling, looking down at this uh, buffet of flying blood and flesh and uh, monkey parts. Oh, monkey. I, I, I clench. Monk. I clench this um, blindfold, whatever it is, and take a deep breath. And I ready myself, and I drop down and attempt to cover Gluzo's eyes and tie the blindfold as quick as possible. Cool. I'm gonna say since you were hidden, you get advantage on this. And as this is happening, let me make a stealth roll for Katie. A 16. Is that past your passive? I think it is. Yeah, my passive's 10. Yeah. So they both converge on you, try to grapple you, and they're both gonna get advantage on their checks since they were stealth. At least that's how we'll play it. Okay. Whether that's in the rules, I don't care. Colin, you go ahead and make an acrobatics check to try to spring on top of Gluzo and uh, wrap this around his uh, face, and Katie's going to try to make a check to grab your arms and uh, hold them back and tie them up with some rope. Am I doing athletics? Yeah, you will do contested athletics for both of them. So... Okay. I've a total of 11. With advantage? Oh! Um, 17. 17 total. Okay, versus Ruri, I got a 19. Okay. Versus Katie, I got a natural 20 for a total of 27. Yikes. All right. Well, oh no. You jump down to wrap this around Gluzo, and 
it's almost like even though you were like so stealthy, he didn't even notice you. It's almost as if his senses just picked up as soon as you jumped. And he uh, looks up at you and he hooks up and grabs you as you uh, are falling. And I don't know if you want to flavor what you do or if you want me to, Gluzo, but it's up to you. Um, yeah, you, you can you can take this one. Cool. You uh, see Gluzo grab uh, Ruri and kind of like toss her to the side. And uh, Ruri, you like kind of spin on the ground and about fly back about like five, ten feet unharmed, but shaken up for sure. And Katie did not expect Gluzo to stand up, so she uh, completely misses the uh, arms that she was going for. And you look to Katie and kind of just punt her away. Uh, <laughs> same thing with her, like knocked back ten feet unharmed, but definitely shaken up. And I'd say it's your turn now. Okay. So once that happens and they're both um, out of the way, he lets out a roar. Yikes, that was loud. That was really loud in my ears. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, yeah, you do the roar. Do the roar. Do the roar. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Um, uh, player me doesn't want to attack, but character me has to. Oh no. Um, but I'm gonna go for Katie. Yep. With a tail attack. See you later. Uh. 15. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Um, 18 damage. 18? Yeah. Yeah, she's kind of like slowly starts getting back up from when you punted her and you just march forward and uh, whip your tail at her and knock her back another like five feet. Get her right in the ribs. She's just on the ground clutching her chest and she lifts her head up and she looks to uh, you, Ruri, and uh, Zario, who I'm assuming is kind of starting to come back in the distance and looks at you two and says, uh, All right, plan B. And she pulls out her uh, longbow and she says, Just don't aim for his vitals. 